Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are reviewing Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap! Uh, Marvel Snap is a uh, mobile game that came out uh, a couple weeks ago. It was my um, pick of the I week last about, week. <laughs> it was your pick of the week last week, and then I immediately, uh, while we were in the podcast, John, <laughs> downloaded it and played multiple games while we were <laughs> podcasting last week and have been hooked ever since. Yeah. And so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later um, and review that uh, for everyone. It's free to, free to play. So yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned. There's nothing to spoil. Which is great. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's no, there's sport, no story, story to speak of. There is like those tiny stories you tell yourself for each match, which are oh, really yeah. pretty cool. But uh, um, <laughs> and and for everyone, you know, it's it's a basically a card card playing game um, and uh, collecting slash playing game, yeah. kind of like Hearthstone with yeah. a with a, a couple of really cool, interesting twists. So. Yeah, I think the collecting aspect of it at least is getting me more than it is was ever for like Hearthstone, specifically because they feel like um, like collector's cards, that sort of thing. Um, and you only have like one well, of each, and, basically. And they're kind of different, too. And we can dive into those differences uh, a little bit later um, and, and talk about that. I dig it. I dig it. Chris. Yeah. But first, what have you been up to this week? Oh man. Okay. So uh, you know, I, there was kind of a a big um, space of time there where I wasn't up to a lot, but I was up to a lot this week, John. Um, yes, making up for it. Yeah, I, I, I won't go in depth on any of them, but um, so one of the uh, the no, I think I bought it on sale. I bought uh, the first Trials HD game. It was an Xbox 360 game. Um, I'd never played it on uh, on Xbox 360. And it was on sale for like four bucks or something Dude, on, nice. on Xbox. Um, and so I I bought that, downloaded it, been playing through that. It's great. I love all the Trials games. Um, though the later ones, like the the mobile games, at least that I w- I played, like I think it was called Trials Frontiers. Um, I ended up falling off. I, if you listen to the show, you know probably five years ago at this point. Because yeah. uh, it, it just reached a point where like it was too hard to level up, mm. and it would take too much time for your uh, for your engine to be like ready to level up. Yes, it was so stupid. real world time, or you had to pay money. Money. And like it was just yeah. like gonna. It was basically becoming like okay, this is like a a money, like just vacuum. Yes. Or you would just uh, you would just basically have to wait so long in between each each time that it's like, well, do you even care oh, yeah, by the totally. time you are able to play so, again? Yep, yep, that's exactly right. So, anyway, um, I've been playing that. I've also gotten into uh, uh, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two game. Been playing some multiplayer. I've not played single player yet, but multiplayer. Uh, I really like it, John. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I have not learned the maps yet, so I'm still terrible, but. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. And, and I've also been like, you know, playing basically the last days of this, uh, of the current war zone. It's, it's interesting to me, you know, like last time when we, uh, said goodbye to Verdansk, they did a last days of Verdansk, um, event. And unless they do it, uh, over the weekend, John, um, as of next week, uh, that thing's gone. So wild, man. Like, yeah, I wonder if that's like, I wonder if that's like just, uh, if, if that indicates, how much people care about this island as much, you know? Yeah, I mean, we spent way more time with with Verdansk because, like, when they came out with, like, like we've spent one game, one year's worth, basically, with with uh with this map, and right. because the uh, the previous 
Um, previous map lasted for two years, so we were a little more attached to it. And like this wasn't my favorite, you know, map overall. I've come to like it, but um, I'm uh, I'm more you know bummed out um, by the fact that our my skins won't transfer over, my guns <laughs> won't transfer over, yeah. um, anything I've I've unlocked or bought won't transfer over, and so the uh the loss of all of my cosmetics and mm. and my guns I like to play with is uh kind of a big bummer mm-hmm. um but you know you know you win some and you lose some I guess yeah like and I always feel like with those things like it's like okay I guess I gave up on all of the things that were in the previous games like whenever it would update but that's just like it's it's so unfortunate because that's not the world that like in 2020 you have things that like persist forever and it was always a bummer whenever like destiny would update and it would like it would it would turn like one of your favorite weapons into like a legacy weapon it's irrelevant, you know <laughs> yeah basically. where it's just like it, it doesn't go up anymore level wise that was always a bummer it's like this feels like kind of like that except like in warzone specifically that's not gonna like it, you just won't be able to we'll see it even like whereas like destiny it's like you can shove it in the vault and be like okay i'll go take a look at it <laughs> occasionally yeah but uh but you know it's just gonna be out of uh, completely gone just you know on this so it is a bummer yep Yep. um and so i'm trying to think okay so what about the operator skins like is is is, uh bruce willis going away no yeah yeah you can't nothing transfers over oh well no that's not good bummer dude man no bruce willis nope can't be running running around no cosmetics no nothing which is interesting you know like Fortnite to Fortnite 2 um uh, totally like that you they brought your character skins over which yeah. was nice yeah but. yeah that's and that that's the thing like i i feel like that's fairly unique to warzone because no matter what happens with like apex or whatever like all of your skins go over um, well it all, it makes me wonder if like mm. maybe they've seen like skin purchases go down or something like that you know and so like well let's just get rid of them all <laughs> everyone yeah, I mean, likes honestly. the stuff they have so let's yeah. just take it away I mean, basically, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I, I, it would seem like something they would do. Yeah, that, that, that does sound that does sound pretty much pretty much par for the course for Activision, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Cool. I mean, so like, are you excited for the new map at least? Like, yeah. is it have I'm, they yeah, have I'm, they no, talked I'm, about it at yeah. all? Like, I haven't I'm seen anything pumped. about this. I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I think there's. I mean, yeah, they've talked about it. There's a, there. You can look at the map um, out there. Um, I think they for a while they were there are some random rule changes, but. Um, we'll see what actually ships with the final, uh, the final version. Or I mean, it's not even final. You know, things like you know, no loadouts and stuff like that. But like the last I heard, there's this rumor that in the beta or whatever is being played right now, there there are loadouts. And so we'll see. Um, mm. I'm excited about it. Either way, it's going to shake it up. I'm. I've. I mean, yes, I, I've come to like the, this map, but like again, not my favorite. I'm going to be happy when we're playing on something else. Sure. You sure. know, it's 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 that whole like dichotomy though, like. And kind of surprised that, yep, uh, we'll never play on this again. You know, like yeah, can't yeah. pop in that game and play it again. But anyway, so I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been playing that. Um, and then uh, what's the last thing? I was going to talk about one more thing, and I can't think of it, John. What have you been up to this week? Well, so if you remember, uh, you know, jump in or whatever. But I have been up to two things, Chris. So the first thing that uh, you know is is I've, I'm I am playing God of War Ragnarok. Um, I am like, like three or four hours in maybe, uh, and it is fantastic and reminding me, uh, why I absolutely loved, uh, God of War 2018 all over again. Um, the, like 
the dialogue and story is so natural, so good. All of the characters feel so so um, well done and well written and well performed. And uh, it is just like one of the most gorgeous looking games that I've ever seen on PS5, um, or any for that like any game for that matter. Um, it's really good, dude. And the, the, like the action of it, like it took me a minute to get back into it. I, so I'm playing it on. They had they added a, a, a extra difficulty. So rather than having just three difficulties, they had added one in the middle where you can have like, okay, well this is like this is like middle difficulty, but it's it's more difficult than middle difficulty. And then there's the like the less difficult than middle difficulty. And so I went for the more difficult than middle difficulty. And dude, for the first like, it was taking me. I should have probably like brushed up on combat or something like that um, because like initially I was like, oh man, like what's what's my uh, what's my attack for this? What's my attack for that? And, uh, and so basically now that I am in the flow of like, okay, I now have the combat. I now remember all of my like different moves and how I would chain some of them together. Um, I am, I'm doing great now. I'm feeling, feeling real good. Um, and dude, the finishers in the game, like, so if you like get, there's like a stun bar on every enemy. And so like it, you get to the certain point where you can like do a finisher or do like, you know, if they're not like, if it doesn't take them out completely, it is, uh, it like just, you know, does a, a, a cool move that like takes down a huge portion of their health. Um, but that like stun and the, the finishers on there are so like visceral and brutal, brutal <laughs> that it's like, I'm having, like, I'm, I'm, I'm both like, like flinching and like wincing a little bit, like, Ooh, you know, and then like also like laughing at the, the ridiculousness that, uh, that is taking place on the, in the action on the screen. So it's, uh, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like right up, right up my alley with the, uh, the old Norse mythology. I, I love all that stuff. Um, it's a it's a great game, Chris. So that's one thing that I've been doing. Um, nice. Everyone should play God of War twenty eighteen. Everyone should play this game is what, what I would say at this point. But uh, we'll see how whenever I finish it if it if it hits the highs and exceeds like potentially uh, twenty eighteen. Um, but uh, but yeah, the other thing that I've been doing, Chris, is I have now like I'm, I resubscribed to app uh apple tv is that what it's called it's apple one like whatever the whole like the big subscription thing is with all the services um the reason for this chris was that i was i was just about to run out of space in my icloud the two terabytes uh icloud that you can get and the only workaround right now is to subscribe to apple one to get two additional terabytes or whatever of, uh, of space and so, because of all the photos there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have so many photos because, like, I, I don't know. I probably talked about it on the podcast. I went back in, you know, in time and have, like, photos from really far back, um, all in one place, all searchable on iCloud. And so, like, that whole thing was, like, initially, like, a terabyte and plus like with the the fact that like photo sizes are getting larger and larger on on every next generation of iphone i think the the latest iphone allows you to take like these super like amazing photos like big photos but they're also like 38 39 megabytes or something like that which is like really big for uh for a photo and but yet apple has not ever increased their cloud uh storage uh offerings like they haven't increased them past two terabytes um where the competitors like google or whatever you can get like up to like a hundred terabytes or something ridiculous um mm. so anyway so until they update that i'm definitely i'm subscribed to uh to to all these all these things uh and so i started watching the show severance on mm. apple tv 
Um, cause I was like, Oh, what's on here? I was like, Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about severance and dude, that show is fantastic. Yeah, it is real good. I don't want to say anything else about the story <laughs> really because okay, like well, here, here, let me, I'll set up, I'll just set up the premise. Yeah. So like the, the premise is, uh, these people, they're following these people, they go to work and, um, when you're at work, you don't remember your life outside of work. Yeah. And when you're outside of work, you don't. Or uh, you don't remember your life at work. And so it's just like this completely separate lives. And so you could like potentially, you know, like uh, do something outside of work that would, you know, like you'd get like a tattoo or something. And then you'd see it, you know, and they'd be like, what is this, you know? So yeah. anyway, that's about as far as I go. But it's intriguing. It's sci-fi. Yeah. Um, and never, and, the, never uh, the two show me either. Because like they have this yeah. thing in the first episode or whatever where like, you know, um, at the at, like he he hurts his hand one of the guys hurts his hand and he comes out and like he has a note where it's like oh you you fell at the you know fell into the water cooler or something like that like whenever he like hurts his hand or something like that i can't remember it wasn't his hand it was like something happened to him like where like he had a cut or whatever and it was like oh man what's this and they're like hey here's a gift card <laughs> and they gave like a, a weird excuse for like what happened to him um while he was in there and uh and that that you as the viewer kind of know is not true so um it's fascinating like it's a it's a it's definitely like strange office bureaucracy sci-fi um and i uh i love it it's so good (laughs) nice nice um so everyone if you have apple like the apple tv subscription or or access to that you should watch severance it's it's very good um, but that's what I've been up to this week, Chris. Those, those right, things. John. Um, right. so I think it's time for a pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is a thing called the hand drawn gaming um, what do they? What, is it, what exactly is it? It's hand drawn game. It's hand drawn game guides, but it's like a little magazine, uh, bi monthly magazine called Hand Drawn Gaming. And uh, this was the thing I probably had a pick of the week, uh, like a uh, two years ago, a year ago, about the hand drawn game guides. Uh, had a Patreon or, or not a Patreon, a Kickstarter where they were doing like, oh, this person does like really cool art, uh, hand drawn art and maps and and backstory and things like that for a lot of games. So they, they, the person was he was doing um, doing Metroid at the time, and I believe doing. I think doing like Zelda, or one of the Zelda games or whatever. Anyway, so that got shut down. Um, he like he pulled the plug on it himself because he uh, he got like somebody from one of the one of the uh, IP holders, probably Nintendo. Let's all be honest; it was probably Nintendo <laughs> um, that like contacted him. Was like, I don't think this is like necessarily like like a problem yet but like just make sure that you're like make sure that you're like have all your all your stuff in line as far as like you know um the legality of of uh of using basically uh your own art in ip and game guides and things like that for these games and they're all like vintage classic games so like i was going to use it as like a way to like play through some older games that are somewhat inaccessible now because like 
they're just like not modern, like the, you know that sort of thing. But play through them with save states on like the uh, the SNES Classic or the NES Classic. Um, but anyway, so like the the, the new iteration of this uh, same person has done a magazine, and so they're doing like a, a Patreon where like oh yeah, we do every other month they have a game planned, and the first one uh, has come out. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's issue one, October 2022, and it was Castle uh, Castlevania. And across the front, it says Castlemania. And it has like a, you know, vampire and, and all this like really cool art done by, uh, it looks like marker art. Um, and inside, there's uh, there's all the different weapons uh, here and details and, and write-ups about it. And uh, there's there's a huge write-up about like the story and about the, the different locations. Here's a, here's a whole map, a, a full two-page spread of the map of the whole game with like little details pointing out um, different, different like secret passages or like different elements like that in there. Um, going over here. Oh yeah. I have details on all of the different enemies types and like what they're, uh, what they are, are like and how they, uh, how, where their weak spots are and stuff. Um, it's a really cool, like small, like it's one, two, three, four pages, um, of, uh, just a normal kind of, uh, you think about your, uh, your Nintendo power size magazine, as far as like the, the, the dimensions, but it's only like four pages long. It's like a little, little pamphlet and, uh, the Patreon, I think each, each issue is only like five bucks or something like that for, uh, for it, or you can get it like bagged and boarded which i'm probably not gonna do but get it bagged and boarded for uh for you know a little bit more um i think it's like you know nine bucks or something like that so um but it's a it's a fantastic little uh little little piece of uh of gaming fun so it's uh, just a is it just a magazine so it's so this also comes come with a save state. Is that what you're saying? No, it doesn't come with a save state but i like i will play through this with this guide and okay. safe states. It's a, it's a game guide. <laughs> okay. Because that's that's how like yeah I I definitely uh, I, games like from from that era from the NES era or the SNES era a lot of times like save states are are not having save states in them are is a little bit frustrating. Sometimes. Yeah yeah. So what's the what's what's the name of the Patreon? So uh, it is. Let me see if I can find the actual page. But it's if you search for hand drawn game guides. It should pop up. Let me uh, let me pull up the Patreon here and hands drawn gaming. Yes, look at look up hands drawn gaming and the, the, there's a lot of hands drawn gaming. I see I see it. There's a few different tiers. There's the digital tier. There's the physical subscription. It's uh, six bucks per issue. There is a uh, collector subscription, which comes with the same thing as the the physical edition, but it's backed and boarded. That's uh, twelve dollars, and it looks like there is a uh, collector subscription international. Yeah, so those are the two tiers. It's just regular or collector's edition or digital. Um, so, and it's very cool. It's a very very cool little uh, little little thing that comes to your mailbox every other month. Interesting. That's cool. Chris, what is your pick of the week? All right, so my pick of the week, I may have talked about it when it first came out, but I don't remember. Um, just now started watching it, finally. Um, but it's a uh, TV show. Um, you can watch it on Hulu. It's on FX Network called uh, Welcome to Wrexham. And it's uh, all about, it's kind of a, it's a, like a docu-series that follows um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney uh, and their journey after buying a Welsh uh, soccer club, football club football club football team so they uh they bought um basically um rob uh one of his his uh his riders on um mythic quest uh 
got him into soccer and then he he became intrigued by the same kind of thing if you've if you've watched um uh Ted Lasso, you know, he became intrigued by the promotion and relegation system. Um theoretically where, you know, the best team could, you know, become the worst team and get knocked out of the league or and uh where you could take a possibly a a a lower tier team and move them up into the premier uh premier league. And so they they bought um, it's the oldest or the third oldest professional sports team in the world, and it's the uh, and they play in the oldest uh, soccer uh, stadium in the world, um, built in like eighteen sixty something. Um, it's and uh, and so they they bought they bought it. Um, it goes through their journey of of buying it and um, kind of trying to rebuild it and. Uh, they want to. They're basically there's these tiers. There were like four tiers or four or five tiers that um, make up the um, the English professional uh, football uh, association, and they um, they are in the league below that. And so it's the hardest league to get promoted out of because there's only one team who makes it out each year. And so their uh, their goal is to get um, get promoted into the next tier and. Uh, you know they're in it for the long long haul to try to uh, basically create um, the the best football team they can. But it's it's really cool. I'm, I'm about five episodes in. Um, it's great uh, if you enjoy sports. If you like either Ryan Reynolds or Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney's he plays Mac in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, they play prominent roles in all this. But then it also tells like really heartwarming stories of. The, the players who play for the team or people in the neighborhood, like they were, you know, the last one I watched, um, they, they they sang a song earlier in, in one of the episodes, like there was a band playing a song and like the lyrics were something about like, you know, our our, our soccer stadium used to suck, and but then came along Deadpool and Rob McElhenney and uh, they fixed it all up or something like that. And then you find out like in the next episode, you're like, uh, you can see the 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 musicians that the band practicing and you talk to one of them and he's like going through chemo for cancer and he's just saying you know like you know if you know if everything ends i just hope people remember the music and you know it's just like it's like real a real heartwarming tug on your heartstrings kind of like stories that they're telling along with the uh the dramatic uh behind the scenes of of the soccer team so i love it um i uh, i recommend it it's called welcome to Wrexham and you can watch it on hulu or you can just watch it uh, on FX. I uh, it, I this year they're like the second second person that has like recommended this uh, to me, and so like I, I should definitely check it out. I uh, I I it's a fascinating thing, and it's like even like it's 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 intriguing to me that, that there's like this is basically like a reality show, like it's hap- like this is actually happening. It's not like a Ted Lasso oh, yeah. where it's like this no. is scripted or like whatever. And so like that part of it is like super fascinating to me and. And uh, how it's presented is really interesting too, because uh, I mean you have like you know it's it you think about how everyone is with uh, w- in the Ted Lasso show or whatever like there's a lot of people who are like ah oh, this uh, you know this Americans coming in here to like you know coach or whatever and they're like so this is a very similar thing of like hey you know a couple of actors. Um, yeah, you got a Canadian uh, yeah. and American yeah. actors, and they're 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 doing you know they're they're managing and and they just bought like a a, a football club in Wales. 
they, I think they, like somebody told me like they they learned some Welsh to like to for the for like to manage with this thing. And it's like man, that's that's like dedication because Welsh is not a thing that is like you just spoken just broadly or widely um, yeah and it, i mean and it's not even like super spoken in wales it, it doesn't seem they all they all speak english for the most part that in and of itself like is is fascinating in the story i'm just like man this is a it's a really interesting thing and uh and you know for as much as much you know uh as much needling as as like ted lasso got i would assume that like you know that would potentially happen here yeah it's it's it's, it's cool because like the thing is and, and they kind of go through this in the first episode like the the football club was owned by the by the fans by like a and there was a, a managing board and basically they had set up this board because it, and and given it basically given it to the fans because the uh, they had had some like apparently some really terrible previous owners and so uh, I think they kind of deal have to deal with some of the the fallout from like things decisions bad decisions that were made in some of the episodes but. Um, for the most part, like they were voted in. Well, this is kind of removed some of the dramatics of the first episode, but um, overwhelmingly, like people wanted them and were willing after their pitch and after they explained, like, "Hey, we're here to, we're not here to, like, you know, do this for a couple of years and bail. We're in this for the long term, and we want to invest in the community and we want to invest in the the club." And um, you know, like they've been, they were uh, welcomed by by the fans. I not to say it. there's not the not any bumps in the road, but of course. You just have to watch it, you know. It's I mean, great. And as as you would expect, you know, like there would be bumps in the road there, like and and so like, you know, putting in that's some of the drama, you know. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I'll have to watch it. So you said it's on what platforms? Is it on? Uh, yeah, you can watch it on Hulu, or if you have FX, nice. you could watch it on their streaming service, or you could like if you have YouTube TV or something like that, you can uh, record it and the reruns. Uh, there, I think FX is going back through them right now. That's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, so that's called Welcome to Wrexham. And my pick was the hand-drawn gaming magazine on Patreon. All right, John, it's time to uh, time to review Marvel Snap. So, um, like we said at the top, Marvel Snap is a uh, is a mobile game on uh, iOS at least. I don't know if I assume it's on Android as well. Um, and I don't know if you can if you can uh, <laughs> verify that. Um, I am, uh, I'm looking looking it up now. It's a it's it's a card it's a card battling game, um, collecting and battling, and uh, set in the Marvel universe. Um, and uh, I'll talk about the gameplay real quick. So basically, um, you have each match, and each match you have um, three spots on the board where you can play cards, and you have to win two out of the three what they call locations. And each location has a different, some kind of different perk that either helps or hurts or, um, you know, uh, just kind of changes the rules, alters the rules in some way, meaning um, you have all the cards, kind of like you do in Hearthstone or other card battlers where you have your uh, the cost of the card and you have um, the, the power of the card. And each of those locations, it might double the power of each card um, or it might uh, take away negative one point of power from each card or it might move them after hand six or sorry, three and you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then, and then you have, uh, in much the same way with, with Hearthstone or other things like you have six turns and each turn you get success, successively more power each time. And so you start off with one power, two power, three power, four power, six power. And sometimes these locations will change what happens there. And then each card, um, for the most part, has its own um, has its own ability. Uh, either happens on reveal, meaning when you play the card, 
or ongoing, meaning as long as it's on the board, something specific happens, like all the other cards get plus one point or something like that. And, so, and then there's some like some strange ones, like there's some that don't have anything, like to, and that that like kind of plays into some of the locations where it's like, oh, if it doesn't have a perk yeah. on it, it gets double points here. Which um, honestly, like I haven't run into a ton of people running those kind of decks, which well, is interesting. It, well, it's Hulk, like that's the one like people love to use that doesn't have any perk on it. Um, oh, I didn't think about that, which I do play with that one. So I didn't, I forgot, I didn't even realize that. I'll have to start using that strategy. I like, I, 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 I realize now that it doesn't have any perks, but I didn't yeah. realize that I could use them in that location. It's fascinating because, like, the trade off is like, if it doesn't have a perk or like a, like a, some sort of a power, it will have like a higher cost to score, like, ratio where it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's worth way more for the amount of energy that you pay for. So, like, 12, like, uh, I think Hulk is like 12 points or something like that. Um, it's fascinating, dude. And like, so with the locations thing, like that's the biggest thing to me that like shakes it up. Um, and like, because they haven't been afraid to get to get wild with it. What is have you? What's like the wildest combination of locations that you've gotten? <sighs> that's a good question. So, um, uh, so my favorite location um, is I have two. I think two favorite locations. One um, is where if you drop a card there it duplicates so there's four spaces to play your cards in each location and if you <laughs> yeah. drop a card in there and it duplicates it in all the other spaces and so <laughs> yeah. you can yeah. literally like you know have someone uh you know you, you can basically drop a super high level card in there yeah. and all of a sudden you know you have over 50 points especially if there's multipliers from other cards on the board yeah. so you can kind of just like dominate a space with that the other one i like is is the cloning vats, which they had. They just went through a, a season where they had extras of those, but where, like, if you play a card there, you get another one put back in your hand. And so, you know, one, one of the, like, the deck that I primarily run doesn't have a whole lot of low-level cards in it. Like, yeah. uh, level, level one or power um, cost one or two. And so if I, you know, just have one on one there, I can just drop uh, one of those lower-level cards in there, and I basically have something to play every single time. Um, whereas otherwise sometimes I might go like one turn or two turns without being able to play something, but, right. um, which Those like initially, which initially I always thought was like a bad strategy. I was like, ah, I'm getting points on the board, you know, like, you know, whenever somebody else wouldn't be, but like with, there's a specific card, uh, it's like the, the devil, uh, devil dinosaur or whatever. It's like T-Rex. Uh, oh card. Yeah which if you have like a bunch of cards in your hand yeah you so basically so so the the devil dinosaur like, yeah like for each card in your hand you get two plus two points yeah yeah and so like you can rack up like you know that single card can be like 15 you know uh 15 points like and so you can just like hold on to these cards and then drop them at the end of the game so like you're yeah. not really giving up on points whenever you're holding that card um if you that card doesn't come up in your hand that can be a bit of a problem, but, 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 uh, but it's still like, you know, it's a, uh, you're still like able to bank a lot of those early turns in points later. So, yeah, like it's, there, there are multiple, like there are multiple strategies and I haven't really gone online to like look at different, you know, card deck builds, but like you can have destroy decks where like, yeah. um, you, it not only like destroys other uh, cards, but then like your own cards, and then they end up like taking the power from those cards and putting it in one and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's there's some pretty cool like different builds that I've encountered, um, and and so you can kind of play however you want to, and in much the same way you do with Hearthstone. Um, the thing I want to say about the card collecting in in this is like Hearthstone, the way you 
you collect cards is by opening up packs. And in, in each pack, you know, there's uh, different levels of chances that you will um, get higher level cards or some of the special cards and that kind of thing. In much the same way, like if you get a pack of Pokemon cards or, or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something like that in real life. And in this, it's, it's not that. Like the way that you get more cards is through leveling up your current cards and or uh, collecting them through the um, season pass. And so yeah. um, season pass works the same way you think a season pass would. There are objectives and you do them along the whole season that lasts about a month. And then you, you level up throughout that. And if you level up the whole thing, you get all the all the things just yeah, like the, a regular the, like season pass the month-long season pass is a little bit short to me like i feel like uh, like i would have agreed if however like i i you know started playing in, in the last season in that last like week yeah you played, so you start you bought the the season pass like late yeah i mean i i basically like in the course of a week and even honestly less than a week I was able to uh, finish the whole season pass and it's just from playing. And so like if I wasn't able, like that's the frustrating thing with like, you know, uh, something like a Fortnite or a call of duty or something yeah. like that a season pass. If you get the battle pass like, late, there is literally no way outside of um, buying the extra tiers that you can possibly finish that thing uh, yeah. quickly. Yeah. You can uh, usually you have- get up to like, if you do all of the, the like banked weeklies or like whatever from the past, you know, you might be able an apex, you might be able to get up to like, you know, three fourths of the way, but yeah, you're, you're definitely going to have to like, you, you missed some chances of, of getting up to that top level. Yeah. And so I did appreciate the fact that like, that's not the case here. I could yeah. get it late and level up and actually like make it like happen. Yeah. And so I liked that. That was cool. I do like also that with each season, it seemed like, you know, and, and there's like the, it, maybe even even within each season, they'll change out some of the locations, like which w- w- like what the balance is, how many how often you're getting, you know, like you said, there's like the cloning vats. They just went through like, hey, this is a, a featured one. And it's we're you know, we're going through we're seeing that every, you know, four matches or five matches or whatever. Right now, the Wakanda is really, uh, really common, which like doubles the uh, the power on your cards. Right. Which it which like it's it's because the season pass is features um, cards from Black Panther, which is coming out this weekend. So it's like yeah. it's really cool that like they can kind of tie some things together um, and uh, and make events out of them. Um, but the real way that you like collect cards is when you upgrade your current cards. Um, it doesn't upgrade their abilities or the power or anything. I don't think. No. Um, and uh, but it does upgrade their like cosmetics, and so. You go from like having just like a, a, a static, you know, 2D card to, um, is it you, is you like 3D frame the, pop where like the characters like pop, coming yes. off of the card frame break? Yeah, they call it frame break. Yeah, yeah. so like they're not they're not not contained by the bounds of the frame of the card, you know. <laughs> and then the next one I think is 3D. They yeah, kind of pop 3D. out 3D. The next one like your um, it's movement, like it's animated. So like there's something moving in there and then yeah, the like squirrel uh, girl like is, is jumping down from a tree. And so like her tail like moves a little bit. There's, there's leaves that are falling from the trees. So yeah. yeah. And then there's like the, the text, uh, shot is reflective. Um, and then I think the frame animates Yep. and then I don't know beyond that. Uh, you do. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. I don't so beyond me. that, there is a, uh, like the top tier, um, makes it 
so <laughs> let me find out exactly what they call it. Uh, but like, it, it's a really cool thing because your, your card like duplicates. <laughs> you have um, two of the same card? Sort of, yes. But the second one has like some other visual enhancement. So I did it with, uh, with Miles Morales, um, okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. And so you get a uh, so the top top level is um, basically like you have like a purple frame. It's animated, and um, and you have all of the all of the different stuff with it. But then you also get a holographic card, what looks to be like a holographic card as a duplicate, and it that is just like you at the base level. And now I've upgraded that to now uh, frame frame break. So like I assume I'm going through on the holographic card now, and I'm gonna have all like oh, all these other other things. So who knows what happens whenever you get to the top tier of the holographic card? But it's it's really cool. Um. So and you can so you can select because the holographic card like drastically changes the background. Um. And so like I I was kind of worried because I'd seen a couple of holographic cards and I was like, ooh, hopefully the top tier doesn't just like change my card, but like giving me a new card that is holographic to upgrade. It feels like a very, very cool element to it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, so far, like, uh, so they also have, like, variants of of each card. And so, like, if you, you know, uh, if you want to, you can um, either collect through the the battle pass or or the uh, season pass. Or, like, in the store, you can buy variants of different cards. So, like... It might be cool, like, you know, a pixel art version of one or one that just, like, is a different pose and looks cooler or something like that. Like, you can collect those if you want. The thing that I like, John, you know, at least so far, is that early on there's this great, you know, feeling of progression because, like, everything – it doesn't cost very much to level up. And yeah. you're getting rewards pretty quickly. Um as you as you go further along, it definitely it'll take it's it's harder to level up um, to where you get new cards, but you kind of have enough cards to play with. Like I don't need to be collecting as much. I'm not like iterating on my deck as much. Right. Um, I think the the main piece that like just feels real slow is like upgrading the cards because I have so many cards that yeah. I could upgrade right now that now like I I kind of wish I hadn't upgraded some of the cards early on. <laughs> but then I but but then I but then I think through like. Well, that means I wouldn't have been able to collect some of these other right. cards because that's what it takes to up to collect them. So right. it's this like weird catch twenty two. Either yeah. way, like I think everyone kind of probably hits this point either way. Yeah. Um. And so I, I like it's not that I don't really regret like the you know making the decisions I made. I because I have the card decks that I want at least that I'm using and having fun with right now. Um. I just wish that like I could upgrade faster because um, I'm kind of like really collecting maybe enough over the course of um, a day or so with the daily challenges to uh, upgrade one card at this yeah. point. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting because the like the higher tiers, like so, getting to that like infinity tier where you get like the additional version of the card, like that costs so many of the like the little resources, like the credits, as well as what they call boosters. Which so each card has its own specific like, hey, you need twenty of these uh, the boosters, like the the Miles Morales boosters to upgrade this card um, to whatever the next tier is. But then it also requires like just the the standard credits, like there's just like a, the credits uh, section, which is for every card and it requires 
requires like 500 of those to upgrade to that top tier. And that's just so many <laughs> and uh, yeah. takes a really long time to get. And so like I I initially was like, okay, I want everything to be in the 3D and then I'm going to like upgrade from there. But even that like is a lot of credits just to get all the cards to the 3D version. So I'm kind of being more picky and choosy about which cards I uh, I move on like an upgrade Same. once they're available. Um, well, especially since I don't need a ton of new cards, you know, like I'm not right. trying to like because at the very beginning, which is which is like you know makes sense. Like I would encounter somebody who have has a specific card or several cards. I'm like, oh man, I need those. Like I yeah. want those. They're doing cool things. Yeah. And for the most part, like I mean, I have most of those kinds of cards right now. I don't know what comes later, um, but I'm not encountering a ton of cards right now that I don't have and maybe it's because everyone's kind of on the same like progression journey together and we're all yeah. kind of on the same level but um yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting also because like because of like the, there's the ranking the season rank um and you kind of climb the season rank as it goes and it reset me down like 30 30 levels or something like that during the, the season reset where I was at 50 yeah. then I was at then I'm all the way down to like you know 20 or whatever um, and so I'm climbing back up and as I climb, I'm encountering like more and more skilled players, I think is what it feels like. Um, and so I think like whatever the matchmaking is, like I, I just ran it, I've started running into more like moving decks where like people are like shifting cards, like in whole groups of cards left and right, like with, with whatever, uh, with that, whatever, de- you know cards do that and mm-hmm. that is becoming like harder to play with and i'm like hmm i need to maybe think about you know incorporating some of that into uh into whatever deck i'm using or build a deck specifically for that so anyway it's just kind of like one of those like i i enjoy the seasonal thing of like hey climbing this ranked like ranked things are very fun to me like apex legends that's one of the biggest things that i constantly keep coming back to that game for is like every season i want to you know climb the ranked tiers and it's very fun to do that um and uh, and so like this game having that is like super cool and you get different rewards based on what rank you are. And so I would imagine that the top rank, like the, the rank 100 is like incredibly rare, um, which is like a, a card back on each season. Um, so anyway, it's a it's a very cool, cool game, cool mechanic um within within the game um the collecting aspect of it is is super fun to me like the, the whole fact of like okay i want to upgrade the looks of these cards and get get the ones that i really love up to like that holographic level now that i've got like the holographic card for miles and it's cheaper to like upgrade that one i'm like i want to upgrade that one now like uh, you know and stuff so there's it's just constantly kind of having some other goal to to go for um carrot at the end of the stick kind of situation um for uh for the game which is which is very fun to in a game that is so easily playable where you're like oh this match is like five minutes and that's it yeah so i think that's the other thing too that i like that you know even hearthstone matches could last a while um but uh these are generally like five minutes each makes it super bingeable super like you know uh easy to just like uh, rock through some objectives and i don't feel like it's like taking over my life and that kind of stuff so yeah um yeah. Anyway, like, uh, you know, maybe down the road it will become, you know, so, like, uh, taxing to play because progression gets so slow unless <laughs> yeah. I spend money on it. But sure. so far I haven't really, like, spent any money besides the uh, the battle, not battle pass, the season passes. Yeah. And so, uh, like, that feels reasonable to me. Yeah, it feels um, pretty, pretty fine. You know, it feels fine yeah. to me um, as long as I'm having fun. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm still having fun right now. The uh, the only thing within the, the – I, I criticized um, – the what was the the fighting game the uh the multiversus 
um, game. I criticized their battle pass because they didn't have cur- the currency that would then buy you the next one. Yeah. Um, this doesn't either. Yeah. Um, and that's a little that's that's a little bit of a bummer there. Um, so like you will like if you buy the battle pass, it's not like you will just get the next battle pass if you finish this one. Um, you will have to buy the next one too. So right. I I additionally think that like you know it's like okay that's not terrible it's not the worst thing in the world i'm still enjoying myself but it is a little bit of a uh of a break from some of the from something like apex or something like warzone or something like uh uh fortnite um you know where what people have kind of come to expect as like uh the gold standard i also don't play very many mobile games so i don't know how season passes work in mobile games maybe this is how they work <laughs> yeah i agree um, it would be nice to like I don't, but that's the thing though. like this is not a you're not. I I'm okay paying the battle the battle pass yeah. every month. You know, like I mean, yeah. if this ends up being like a ten dollar a month game to me right now, I'm getting ten dollars worth of enjoyment out of it out of every month. So agreed. And then also, it's it's funny because like if you it is a little bit freeing because it's like if I don't like what's in the battle pass, I can just opt out for the month. You know. Whereas like yeah. this time it's like okay well we have like this awesome Black Panther card we have you know a lot of the uh, like uh, Nakia and like a lot of the other characters from from Black Panther have cards in there and it have have variants in there and they're very cool looking and so I'm like yeah yeah I will 100% use those cards and will enjoy those cards so I'm gonna pay for it but if something pops up and it's like mm, there's nothing in there for me this time I will not feel bad about not buying it or not playing it as much you know whatever it is um mm-hmm. so like you know you can just opt out of a, of a month and because it's only a month you can be back in you know see, see in 30 days or whatever you know <laughs> totally totally um my my wildest card chris i've only encountered it once okay there are some that are like hey ruin a location right so it removes the location powers right yeah i ran into one uh, and it was in the second position, so it was unveiled on the second turn. So everybody had already played one card into the first location or wherever they wanted to play it, and then the second location comes up, and it was the uh, the world ship, and it is destroy the other locations. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. And this means not not only destroy like and and like remove the power from them, remove the ability to put cards down, kill like d- all the cards are gone now. <laughs> like yep. so, you only have. Like each person can only play four cards for the entirety of the match, and uh, and I, that one was the wildest one where I was just like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. It's great, man. It's uh, there's there's some 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 really intense ones, really fun funny ones. Um, one of my favorite ones is the limbo one, which is like it adds a seventh turn onto the uh, onto the match, which is really cool. That uh, that allow opens up for some additional stri- strategery. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that one. That one's actually one of my favorites, too. Every, every time that pops up, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Um, as from a card perspective, uh, it's also really funny. Uh, the um, uh, 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 Scarlet, Scarlet Witch um, card changes the location. So it like, just swaps out like a location. And, uh, and I feel, find that to be really funny to do whenever somebody's like, you know, kind of banking on a specific location just to like throw down that card and just completely change the game in the second half, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right, John. So what do you want to, what do you want to rank this thing? Rate Man, this game? That's a, that's a tough call. I, I, it's pretty high. Like I, I very much enjoy this game a lot. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say a nine. Oh wow, yeah. Right now, I'm gonna give this a straight eight. I think that there's uh there's definitely some some um some things they can do 
uh, in the like variety department in terms of like um, in terms of the 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 combination of cards and um, I wish they, they that you could do like more like Hearthstone has some cards that would give you more power mm. and like I felt like there was ways that you could extend the game in different and 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 play play with those types of rules and really just kind of like own a a space. Sometimes it happens and it happens because of the locations, but I don't feel in control of that. And sometimes yeah. matches I just get just screwed over because of the locations. Right. And right. so um, I don't love that piece of it. It feels a little bit out of control. And so like to to progress through the ranks to rank 100 feels a little bit arbitrary sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, especially whenever you're like you're, you're you're really trying to you know unlock whatever's happening there. Right. But that being said, overall, I love this game. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the snap like you know possibilities like where if you if you if you can basically make up to eight uh, eight points for, towards your like rank um, on each each thing if both players snap if both players like yeah I'm confident I'm gonna win this and they they push the snap button um, it can go up to eight. Um, but like generally if you, if both of you just like don't snap at all, it, it will be like one. And then on the final turn, it, it ups to two. And so you, we will win or lose two. If you retreat, you just lose whatever it's set at. So that can be one, two or four. And so like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, the locations and like some of the, some of those, uh, not in the player control, like I, there's been matches where like literally once all of the things are unveiled, I'm just like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is not yeah. going to be fun. Well, because so if I'm, you retreat, just, you don't lose as many like yeah. progression ranked points, you know? Yeah. Like it's like, I, and sometimes it's like, I just did, I like the one, you know, there's been a few times where it's like, I just don't even care. Like I, I don't care whether or not I would win because I potentially could win. I just don't want to play, play that match. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just get out. And the, cause like whatever, it's like all of them are, Cards here take, you know, are, are minus one power. Cards on the next location, minus two power. Cards on the next location, minus three power. And it's like, no, this is just not going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so yeah, like, I, I do agree there is an element of it where you're like, you know, it's out of control. But those that have never been super frustrating to me because I, I just retreat. Like, I just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the interesting thing about the rank and like the slow kind of progression and that sort of thing. Um, a month for the, for the hundred tiers of the rank. Like if you were really want to try to get up to the top, I just don't know if it's uh, it, how possible it is. Um, unless you're just like constantly winning, um, or constantly like, you know, snapping to the, to the eight. All right. Well, um, that's it for this episode. Check out that game. If, uh, if you want to, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250 And John Wright 777. And at Pod, Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.